Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And also ranked in the heavy 100 in talk uh, magazine's list of the heavy 100. <laughs> Talkers Magazine is like the Bible of talk radio. Michael Harrison puts it together. He's a great guy. And, uh, and you know what? It, it, it's nice. It's nice. I always wanted to be in the top 100, uh, heavy 100 with uh, Michael Harrison's Talkers Magazine. We're 82. It's not bad. We've only been syndicated a year and a half. So it's not, it's not too bad. You know, they got some of the big names. They got lots of money behind them. They've been doing talk radio forever. A year and a half in, I'm in the heavy 100. There you go. Anyway, good to be back here, guys. Good to be back on the air. Had a, uh, a brief um, uh, illness. Um, it was cold. It was cold. Took two days off. Redoing the bathroom. Just took, took a couple days. They ended up getting sick yesterday. So, But the positive is I went to the doctor and found um, that I need to make some uh, adjustments, you know. Always been very healthy. Always been very, you know, work, started working out when I was 12. Somehow thought when I, when I stopped drinking two years ago that I suddenly could just eat whatever I want. Uh, not the case. No, no, no. Not the case. So, uh, you know, now, now I have an onus to lose that uh, last 30 pounds. Uh, uh, positive, though, since I stopped drinking, I had lost 30 and now I just had 30 to go. That's all. That's all. Uh, by the way, have you had a chance to watch Newsmax? The powerful lineup, Greta von Suster and Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Chris Plant, all of that. Uh, their their nightly nine lineup is must-see TV. All of the guests that you have learned to uh, trust, Victor Davis, Hanson, whatnot, they're with Newsmax. They're with Newsmax. And the great hosts like Rob Schmidt, uh, Eric Bowling. Kaboom. Absolutely amazing. So we're asking this question. You can uh, vote in our national poll. Uh, you can see uh, vote if uh, Trump's indictment was uh, legitimate or just a political act. Just text the word Trump to 39747. That's Trump to 39747. You can vote right away. Make sure your voice is heard. Newsmax, the uh, America's fastest growing cable news channel. You can download the app. 349 on DirecTV, by the way. But if you want to vote on uh, whether Trump's indictment is a legitimate act or just politics, uh, text the word Trump to 39747. Would you do that? You know our dear leader, Joe Biden, who the media has done nothing to uh, uh, go after the story of uh, uh, incredible uh, malfeasance and corruption, the biggest in the history of the country with regard to the presidency. I mean, it's, it's, it's without a doubt. And any media organization that had a, a, a modicum of journalistic curiosity would be all over the story. Our media is ignoring the biggest corruption scandal, scandals in United States and quite possibly, most probably, world history to go after a guy who they were able to cheat out of a second term, who they've been going after for seven years, indictment after indictment, impeached twice for nothing, exonerated twice, and then indicted twice since he left the office. This is purely political. One thousand 
percent. This is, let me see if I can find this bite here. This is a good one. KT McFarland is one of my favorite guests because she's awesome. Uh, she's brilliant. And here's what she had to say about our country and uh, elections where Donald Trump is We now have involved. black and white evidence that the FBI interfered in the 2016 election. Yes. And then when they failed to get their candidate elected, yep. Hillary Clinton, yep. then they just set out to destroy the Trump administration. Yep. So then go back, go up to 2020. It was the CIA this time that got involved in the 2020 election with those 51 former intel agents who talked about that. And then working with social media and the mainstream media to cover the Hunter Biden laptop, call it Russian disinformation, when it was 100% true. Hunter Biden laptop is total Russian disinformation. So they've gotten away with it for two elections. They're for sure going to get away with it, try to get away with it in 24, right? Because there's no consequence. The difference is in 2024, the evidence is there. We now have the Durham investigation. We have all the congressional investigations. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice. They've got to be terrified. Those individuals have to be terrified that a Republican president comes in in the 2024 election with a Republican attorney general, investigates them and charges them all with the crimes they've committed over the last eight years. Yeah, it's going to have to come to an end. It used to be the, uh, the, the burning twister board, I've used that, that the federal government, the deep state, the mainstream media and big tech were just able to put out these little fires on the twister board, right hand red. Ooh, that's the January 6th. We got to cover up those videotapes. Put your hand there and put out that fire. Left foot yellow. Uh, that's the uh, uh, Russian disinformation. Uh, and uh, Donald Trump was uh, involved in uh, colluding with Russia to throw the election. Uh, wait a minute, that's being exposed as a lie. Put that one out. Well, now the twister board is on fire. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows the President of the United States is the most corrupt man to ever be the President of the United States of America. We also know that the mainstream media, big tech, and the deep state, whenever they say, that what you believe is disinformation or misinformation, it's true. What you say is true. What you believe is true. Now, more so than ever, if you see the mainstream media, deep state and big tech say that Donald Trump needs to go to jail for this and that, whatever, you know you're being lied to. If they ignore the story of Joe Biden's corruption, you're being lied to. We know now according to a whistleblower, that there the FBI has 17 recordings of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden talking with a Russian oligarch and securing $10 million in bribes to fire a, uh, a Ukrainian prosecutor from investigating Burisma, a crooked oil company and gas company that Hunter Biden just happened to be a board member on. This is Ted Cruz during congressional hearing yesterday with uh, FBI Deputy Director Abadi talking about those recordings. This is good stuff. That there are 17 recordings of this informant from Burisma, Ukrainian natural gas company. 15 of them are recordings, voice recordings of him talking to Hunter Biden. Two of them are voice recordings of him talking to Joe Biden, Deputy Director Abate. Does the FBI have 17 voice recordings laying out evidence of a bribery scheme? Senator, I'd add all, I would add also that uh, we've worked with the House Oversight Committee. Yeah, this is the, the Senate. We're the other side of the Capitol. This is the Senate. Do you have those 17 recordings? I'm not going to comment on any investigative matters. Yeah, here. this is what you get every time, whether it be uh, Fauci, whether it be Walensky, whether it be Ray, whether it be uh, Garland. They always give you the runaround. They always give you a runaround.
Would you two, agree? Two things, Senator. No sure. one's stonewalling. The 1023 you just said you refused was provided to answer the question. in response to a subpoena. Okay, then why did you refuse Oversight to Committee. answer my the, question? The pertinent information is there, and I reject your assertion that the why FBI is Why did you refuse to answer my question? I just answered your question. Okay. So, yes, you have a 1023. <laughs> Do you have the 17 recordings? Yes or no? I'm not going to get further into this. So Senator. you're stonewalling. You can't say I'm yes. not refusing to answer your question, but I won't answer your question. There you go. That's the way. We'll see how you are in a courtroom of law. That will be pretty interesting to watch. Here is uh, a little bit more of Ted Cruz. Did you investigate in any way, shape, or form these allegations? Senator, once again, I'm not going to comment. So on you're not going to say whether you did your job? We do our job to the very best of our ability. Well, not here. You're not answering no. a single question to the American people. And you may think this is esoteric. I promise you, millions of Americans are concerned. You know who isn't concerned? Yeah, we're concerned and we're pissed. Not a single Senate yeah. Democrat. We're going to go through this whole hearing. Not one Democrat will ask a question about this. You know who else isn't concerned? The corporate media who is joining with the Democrats in covering up this evidence. Told you. Deep state, big tap, mainstream media. If Joe Biden is innocent... The evidence should be made public and demonstrate that he's innocent. But if he is not, is it true this informant who alleged that he personally took a bribe was an informant the FBI had relied upon previously in other investigations? Yes. There's no doubt about that, actually. He should answer yes. Yes or no? Senator, in each and every uh, investigation <laughs> that we have, all the work that we do, I asked the you expectation yes no is that every <laughs> logical asked, avenue, uh, avenue investigation be pursued I asked you a yes or fullest. no question. Are you going to answer it? Yeah, I'm, I'm answering your question. Was the informant one you had relied on previously in other investigations? Yes or no? Senator, we run down every piece of information. Unbelievable. They never answer the question, do they? They never answer the question. It is, uh, it is remarkable. By the way, Joe Biden was referred to as the big guy by a Burisma executive, the center of the bribery allegations. The FD-1023 form allegedly proves Joe Biden was involved in a $5 million criminal bribery scheme. He was referred to as the big guy by the Burisma executive who allegedly paid him $5 million of bribe and who has kept 17 audio recordings of phone calls as an insurance policy. Because he didn't want to be, you know, knocked off. Yeah. Referred to Joe Biden as the big guy. Yeah. It makes you kind of wonder what they're lying to us about. Well, now, I've actually spelled it out to you. Everything that they said when you when you went eh, no I, this doesn't sound right and they said that's disinformation they knew you knew the truth whether that be uh, january the 6th whether that be 2020 whether that be the russian disinformation nonsense and the russia collusion hoax all lies so what do you who do you trust now guys honestly if they've lied to you about everything don't you suppose they're lying to us about the trump indictment now well damn straight it's obvious it's obvious. This is Matt Gates the other day talking about something that was absolutely verboten. Literally, you could not. On the day after the election of 2020, my Facebook page disappeared. They took it down before I could even make a post. I could not express myself about the election and my doubts about the election online at all, anywhere. Facebook made my page disappear. Here is Matt Gates speaking the truth about what happened in 2020. I became aware of evidence that U.S. attorneys were developing showcasing fraud in the election. And, and perhaps that evidence would lead nowhere, perhaps it would lead to the crime of the century, but it should not have been squelched. And Bill Barr was suppressing evidence and stopping it from being developed. Bill Barr is a giant, fat scumbag. That 
showcased irregularities, and, and not just irregularities, fraud, where people were fraudulently requesting those ballots. Huh. I think that's m misinformation, right? And I told my friend Scott Perry that on the floor, that I was aware of that evidence. And 2,000 mules. Did you see the movie? Yeah, uh, Dinesh D'Souza used the same tech that the FBI went after FBI uh, January the 6th participants. Now, I believe uh, we see you and we see our colleague Scott Perry unfairly targeted. And I want you and the world to know that if you had a willingness to stop the U.S. Department of Justice from rat-holing cases and squirreling away information, that would have been helpful to learn on that day, you were acting your patriotic duty to do so. And I, I am deeply ashamed as a member of this government, particularly at the way you've been treated. Uh okay. Now, coming up, I've got some, uh, some new news on January the 6th, including from a, uh, a person who was on the ground there who had been covering the riots of the previous summer that Antifa and Black Lives Matter were involved in. And guess what else they were involved in? You got it. January the 6th. That's coming up. Then we're going to get into this, uh, the uh, Pride Month. You know, I know it was Pride on, Jan on uh, June the 1st as you, that this is Pride Month and it wasn't last month with all the nonsense we went through last month with Bud Light and, and all of that stuff. Uh, well, the wheels are coming off that bus in a big way. Students, government officials, teachers are saying enough is enough with this nonsense. Cartoon Network, meanwhile, has just unveiled a non-binary character and on the show literally spins around a stripper pole on a stage. I wish I were kidding. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. FBI, DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's The Rob Carson Show. You know, um... Uh, you can pretty much dispel stuff by just thinking about it. You know, you can pretty much, uh, just using common sense and research, you can figure stuff out pretty quickly. Like, for instance, when they said that Donald Trump uh, colluded with Russia to try to, you know, get elected in 2016, I said, well, why in the hell would Russia want Donald Trump in the White House? He's a uh, hawk on defense. He's a hawk on energy. Uh, you know, they, they had nothing, uh, but, but Hillary Clinton had been bought and paid for hundreds of millions of dollars from Russian oligarchs into, uh, into her, uh, her global initiative after she signed off on the Uranium One deal. There you go. And then she destroyed all those, uh, emails and laptops and devices and stuff. Uh, you know, don't you think maybe that probably, uh, Russia colluded with her? I'm just saying, you know. There's some other things that I've just kind of thought about. I, I, I thought, you know, if this is the world's deadliest virus, uh, why is uh, standing six foot from somebody versus five foot uh, not a death sentence? And these little things you just kind of ask. And then, then you think about, like, I don't know, the 2020 election. Why did those five states just stop the vote counting uh, the night of the election? And then the next morning, all these 100 uh, percent of ballots came in for Joe Biden overwhelmingly. And you couldn't say anything about election interference because it was all of a sudden verboten. Couldn't say anything about where the, the virus came from, the, the COVID virus that, that kept your kid out of school for a couple of years and wrecked their childhood, wrecked the, the class of 23, the class of 2024, class of 2022. They're going to be living with the shrapnel of this idiotic nonsense forever. And all you need to do is ask a couple of simple questions. Oh, well, it came from China, and there was a lab there creating these viruses, and we were paying for it. And I go on and on and on. January the 6th. I looked at January 6th. I was like, well, well, the next day they came on the air and said that there had been an insurrection and that uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of damage was done inside the Capitol. And then we find now that, well, uh, 
they were able to open the Capitol two hours later, and there was no damage. And then they hid the videotapes from inside the Capitol, so you couldn't see any of the things that we're finding out right now. I always thought January the 6th was a Reichstag moment. Duh. This is uh, something, I just found this. I want to play a little bit of this. This is, I, I had mentioned that we have now Freedom Rock. We've got the new song, Carrie Lake's in it. It's called uh, 81 Million Votes My Ass. And then you've got the, uh, the Target rap about Target. Number one song on the rap charts and the pop charts. Uh, took, took out uh, Taylor Swift. And all it was was talking about non, uh, getting rid of that, non, uh, that woke crap and those pride displays with uh, tucking swimwear for little boys and uh, tucking swimwear for little girls. And, uh, and he did a rap song about it. And, and this is another example of uh, the Freedom Rock of 2023. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. Newsflash, nobody gives a f about it. We all admit that it was pretty dumb, but that's about it. When we saw the news, we were shocked and we were kind of tense. Like, damn. Then we forgot about it by the 10th. Nobody's walking around stressing over Jan 6. It happened and that was it. We haven't gave a damn since. Yep. It's all good when riots are kept in the hood, but now you're freaking out because this was in the neck of your woods. Uh -huh. Now it's a big deal. Now it gets real. Now it's important to us. Not back then in 2020 when stores were boarded up. Not back then when goods were looted and folks were brutalized. Not then, but right now because it happened to the suit and ties. Huh. That shit's way above. All right, there you go. That's brilliant, brilliant stuff. Brilliant, brilliant stuff, and absolutely true, by the way. And I said, I mean, they, they, why are they overreacting to this like this? Maybe it's because they're trying to cover something up. And, uh, and I was right. This is Taylor Hansen. He was testifying before Congress. He is a journalist, and he actually uh, was at the January the 6th, and he also was at a lot of the Antifa riots and the burning down and the sacking of American cities to the tune of $2 billion and 29 people murdered. And then the uh, subsequent defunding of police departments was resulted in cities like San Francisco becoming hell on earth. Here is uh, Taylor Hansen talking about uh, January the 6th, the stuff that we haven't seen on tape that's finally coming out. And that's when, uh, as the crowd forms, um, you know, people are singing the national anthem, people are being patriotic, um, they're doing their due rights and protesting, their, uh, you know, doing their First Amendment rights. And Can that's I when, pause you for one second? Mm -hmm. Was President Trump still speaking at the ellipse yes. at this time? By the time the Capitol was breached, Trump was still speaking, yes. Huh. And um, that's when the first concussion grenade flew over my head and deep into the crowd. And I noticed this hit children that were in the crowd. It hit uh, elderly people. It hit women. And at that moment, the tone completely changed. Um, it was a complete 180. And I've covered, you know, all the 2020 riots I was on the ground consistently. I have still to this day never seen a reaction of law enforcement like they did that day. Um, you know, I would say that they did start it. Um, that's not a common reoccurrence from what I've seen at these riots or these protests. And that first initial grenade went by, and then it was just a barrage of grenades. I lost counts. I had to put people out that were on fire. Um, people had holes in their cheeks from rubber munitions that weren't being violent. They were standing back. And that's when the initial crowd uh, was pushed even farther from the crowd surge. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. Uh, usually, if you're going to overthrow the government, you might bring your weapons. Nobody brought any weapons. The only people who had weapons had already been in places like Minneapolis the summer before. As Donald Trump was speaking, they left. They went to the Capitol. They went and got uh, their grappling hooks. They got their flak helmets, which never are worn by Trump supporters. It was a setup. It was a takedown. It was a shakedown. It was a put-on. I've got more audio on this. Then we're going to talk about what... Uh, uh, what we're doing about the uh, Pride Month. Pride Month is going out with a whimper. 
I'll have all of that coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Buster and Roger, you're up next. Crooked establishment. None of that twisting the truth. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell Tell me how to think. think. They let Let me decide. Newsmax. Real news. For real people. Hey guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. In the dead of night, you're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What's your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14 T tip-up pistol from EAA Corp. And Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength disabilities or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodbye to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back, and you're ready to fire. That is pretty ingenious, actually. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP boasting a 13-plus round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience, available with all EAA Corp. distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit eaacorp.com today. eaacorp.com. Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's the Wild Carson Show. You know, sometimes I uh, I like to use comedy, you know, to make a point. That's what I did working for Rush Limbaugh for so many years. I was the guy who kind of introduced the song parody to his show. He had a few of them, you know, and then I then I started doing a lot with him and uh, worked a little while with uh, Paul Shanklin and others. And, and there are some days, you know, that it's like it's really hard to be funny because uh, there's so much serious stuff that needs to be covered. One of the most serious things right now is that somebody is trying to, a whole bunch of people are trying to prevent Donald Trump from being president again. They stole the 2020 election. We all know that the government was involved in throwing the election. All of it's going to come out. All of it's going to come out. Uh, the butt is off the rose. Uh, all of the misinformation, disinformation stuff, the things that you couldn't have an opinion on, turns out they're true. And, and now what we have to do is we need to gather evidence. We need to indict. We need to throw people in jail. Donald Trump's not going to be the person to be thrown in jail. He's going gonna to be the guy who throws people in jail. Nikki Haley has no chance of winning the presidency. Uh, uh, Mike Pence has no chance of winning the presidency. They are gone. Their uh, wing of the Republican Party is dead. Donald Trump changed the party. I'm just telling you reality here. Nobody is going back to business as usual. Nobody is going back to Paul Ryan. Nobody is going back to uh, whatever in Washington, D.C. Nobody is going back with Mitt Romney. It's over. Literally. I'm thinking about this. Guys, I was fooled, too. I voted for George Bush twice. I was fooled three times. I voted for Mitt Romney. I voted for John McCain. All of them were joke candidates. They were just party apparatchiks. Don't believe me? Why then for 50 years did Republicans say, and Democrats, say that uh, they were going to make Jerusalem, they were going to recognize it as the capital of Israel? But only one man did it, and that was Donald Trump. What about all the, uh, the lip service that was paid to getting rid of Roe v. Roe v. Wade by everybody? Nothing would ever happen with George Bush. Nothing would ever happen with John McCain. They didn't have the convictions. Convictions, whatever. Anyway, 
Donald Trump wins an outsider said, here's what we're going to do. And he did it. That's why uh, Donald Trump, and I don't make this into a campaign ad for Donald Trump, but I'm telling you, this is a different year. It's not, it's not same old, same old. Mayor of Miami has thrown his hat in the ring. Who cares? Who gives a rat's behind about the mayor of Miami running for president? This is a different race. This is, Donald Trump is a movement. He leads a movement. And, and literally, I have been told so many times, leave 2020 behind. I have been told so many times to leave 2016 behind. I have been told so many times to leave the COVID thing behind. And I'm not going to. Because I'm not going to let malfeasance and abuse disappear into the rearview mirror of history. People have to pay for it. Let's go to Buster in Santa Cruz. You've been hating forever. My God, Buster, how are you, my friend? Welcome to the show. All right, buddy. I'm glad to, good to hear you back. Oh, it's good to be back, buddy. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I figured the whole thing out. Non-violent what? Way, non-violent way, right? To stop yeah. this, uh, I call it Hitlerism, a totalitarian Nazism, what they're doing to Trump and all of us. Yeah. Okay, here's why we do it. And we could do it through the radio. Yes. We get enough of us. All we got to do is withdraw 10% of our savings out of the bank, put it into real assets, you know, gold and silver. Okay. Okay. We'll put a monkey wrench right into the Federal Reserve and the Treasury. Then they won't be able to fund all this uh, insanity. And then we take control. What do you think? Well, I think it's kind of a roundabout way of getting there. I, I think the best thing is to say no, to call out their malfeasance, to uh, change the election system, uh, and to uh, elect a, a candidate who will go in and clean house in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I like that. The there, and there is that. There you go. Yeah, we got we to gotta clean some house. Can I ask you a, real, a question? I love your opinion on this. You know, I know I'm a little extreme, but okay. This, to me, reminds me a lot of what we fought World, uh, World War II over. You know, a lot of Americans died fighting Hitler. Yeah. To me, this is very similar to what's embedded in the system right now. I mean, yeah. am I looking at this right, or what do you think? Well, you know, there, there's this meme on, online that shows a picture of Hitler, a picture of Stalin, a picture of Mao, and a picture of Biden. And it's like, do you spot the difference? And, and I have said, and maybe you heard me earlier, Buster, and if you've listened to this show for any time, I have told you that the left has taken talking points from each of those dictatorial regimes and used them. Joseph Stalin invented disinformation. Mao invented kowtowing and thought, uh, thought police. Uh, and, of course, Adolf Hitler did the Reichstag, among other things, and then demonized his appoint, appoint, opponents. Remember last year, Joe Biden, out of nowhere, did a speech at Independence Hall that he bathed in blood red and said that half of the country were MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy. That is Hitlerian. The only thing that we're missing is the genocide. That's the only oh, difference my. at this point. Oh, yeah. oh my God. My God, yeah. thank you. for You really made it clear. Thank you so much. And my fear is, Rob, if this doesn't come to a halt, it's very possible we could end up like Nazi Germany. Buster, Buster, listen to me. You don't have time for fear. We don't have time for fear. There's no fear. There's only determination. That's it. We don't have time for fear. 
the men who stormed Omaha Beach did not have time for fear. They didn't have time for fear because they were fighting for their survival. That's what this country is up against right now. And everybody knows that we are fighting for its survival. Everybody knows by hanging a trans right flag on the White House between two American flags is an insult to those who died defending the American flag. Everybody knows it, and we're tired of this nonsense. We know we're up against an existential threat. We know we're up against a communist takeover of this country. We don't have time for fear, Buster. We only have time for resolve. We only have the ability to fight, to say no, to say hell no, to make it very clear in Washington, D.C., to our representatives that we're quite simply not going to take this crap anymore. And we're going to return the country to the, uh, the country that is founded. The greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. That's it, Buster. We're out of time. Come on. Right on. All right, All right Buster. Have a glorious day, bro. I got to go. Let's go to Roger in Hutchison, Kansas. Hello, Roger. Welcome wow. to the show. What's going on, bro? Well, not a whole lot, Rob. Good to talk to you again. You too. You too. Listen, you caught me, my attention on the way back driving uh, Biden big guy. I, if I'm correct, I think years ago, before he became vice, well, when he was maybe vice president and all, there was a time that on his little green Corvette, there was a vanity plate on there, I'm pretty sure, was big guy. And if you didn't uh, need any other proof, yeah, uh, I'm yeah. just about positive years ago, I saw a vanity plate on that thing. I'd have to go way back on videos or, or photo, photos, but I swear I saw big guy. And if you're that vain, you put that. Of course, he's the big guy. What else I, are you going to call him? I, I don't know. Would it, would it surprise me that he had that sort of arrogance and hubris? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. That's, that's it. That's, Here's that's the other interesting. Thought. I just had this, too. Yes. What? Um, I have a feeling that pretty soon here, the Democrats are going to get with the other establishment, Republicans and all that garbage. And they're going to say, I'll tell you what, we'll give you Biden and you can get rid of him. And you give us Trump so we can get rid of him. They're yeah. just going to do a, an even trade. So Biden's out of it. He can't run for whatever reason. And so's Trump. And they're just going to figure well, the swap out. Mm-hmm. Well, Roger, here's what's gonna here here's what's gonna happen. I, I'm just gonna I'm using uh, and I'm, I'm I'm speaking for people. I'm not speaking for myself. Okay. Gotcha. If the GOP attempts in any way, shape, or form to favor another candidate, if the GOP attempts to broker some sort of deal like that, the uh, the 80 million people who support Donald Trump, and a lot of Democrats are coming across to Donald Trump, a lot of Hispanics are coming across to Donald Trump, they will leave the Republican Party and they will effectively kill the Republican Party. They will start another party, it'll be called the MAGA Party, and Donald Trump will run for president in the MAGA Party, and he will win. That's what I, I predict. only pray and hope. Because I got to tell you, Trump voters are in no mood to vote for anybody else. Because the guy who has been abused, the guy who has been the target, and we know why, is because they are the most afraid of him. Well, they're the one. So they're not just going to vote for somebody else. They're not going to vote. They're never going to go from Trump to uh, to Nikki Haley. It's not going to happen ever. They're not going to go from Trump to Mike Pence. It's never going to happen. They'd rather not vote or vote for Donald Trump in another party. That's it. Yep, you got me pegged. All right, bro. The other I'm just telling you remember, that it's not me. I just this is what people are saying. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I know, but also right now you got all these uh, different talking heads saying, "Well, we know this is political, what the Democrats are doing." However, there's this evidence 
which is totally separate from the political stuff, which is really serious. Well, Roger, here's the deal. Roger, they've been lied to us about everything. Every one of these dominoes has fallen. They said that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. That was a lie. They said that uh, uh, that the uh, uh, the uh, uh, 2020 election was completely uh, on the up and up. That was a lie. They said that COVID protocols were perfectly fine. The vaccine was awesome. All of that. The shutdowns were justified. That was a lie. Everything they say is a lie. This is not an exception. This is the rule, Roger. This will fall because it has to fall because it's based on nonsense. I got to go. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Michelle in Baltimore. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? So welcome back. It's been a while since we've spoken, and uh, you're yes, missing. Yes, yes. So that's not what I'm calling about. I, I am quite yeah. uh, perturbed about what I see as a, a long-term strategy, which has been started by Obama and whoever supported him some time ago. And their intention, I saw it again, when Nancy uh, Pelosi went to Ukraine with only Democrats and a lot of money that they took out and brought with them, and I'm seeing it again. And what's obvious to me is that the intention is to gradually take all the money or most of the money that Americans have earned by working hard and use it for the globalist economy, and then when we're out of money, uh, treat us like they do the Chinese. So it's a bad scene, and I'm particularly perturbed by the fact that Obama saw to it that different agencies were armed that didn't need armaments, mm-hmm. uh, that they have a strategy. They got yeah, he also, he also by the way, Michelle, you may recall, he stockpiled 1.5 billion rounds of ammunition for the DHS, the DHS, the same agency that created the Disinformation Governance Board. Okay, but I, I'm, I don't know how Americans who mean well can possibly catch up when the American, when the government is out, has out armed us. If yeah. they can, they'll disarm us. And you want well, to see a revolution? I would like that also. But they, they've tried. The, the organization of states gets a whole bunch of uh, members. I don't see because I see the inaction of Congress. As much as they want to act, they're not doing enough. Maybe yeah. they can't do enough. Yeah. Well, um, we will need a convention of states eventually. Uh, that's something that I've been uh, they've been talking about getting a convention of states. But right now we have to deal with reality. Uh, and right now our, our goal is to uh, unmask all of the uh, the uh, malfeasance and the abuses of the federal government to make them very clear. And if there are people who are still ignorant of them, uh, just roll right past them on the way to getting yes, our country back. Had, sorry to interrupt you, but I wish we had a poll revere. Unfortunately, our country is not at a place where someone can ride from city and town and notify all our countrymen of what is actually going on. Well, we don't need Paul Revere because he's talking to you right now, sister. Woo! Thank you. But the most disturbing (laughs) thing I saw is that these guys continue to play the shell game, that no one is talking about the strategic partnership that was recently signed between China and the Palestinian Authority. And they clearly want to upset the way things are right now and destroy whatever Trump was able to accomplish with Israel. All right, Michelle, I appreciate your phone call. Um, Tucker Carlson uh, had his uh, latest episode. I didn't get a chance to do it yesterday because I was sick. Um, I want you to listen to this line. Uh, and, and uh, God, I wish I could get everything. I, I need another two hours on the show today, and I apologize for missing yesterday. It just would have been very ugly. Um, listen to Tucker Carlson talking about uh, a road trip across America. This is what I've been saying. You know, while Washington, D.C. lives on the high, high on the hog and eats their uh, foie gras and you get the crumbs, uh, the fastest growing retail segment in America is dollar stores, but not for, uh, you know, buying clothes and stuff. It's for feeding yourself. 
Here's uh, Tucker Carlson's latest episode about life in America. That's fine with most elected Republicans. They find Trump tiresome and embarrassing. Their donors hate him. They will not be sad if he, he says mean things, dies in jail. But what about voters? What are they learning from this spectacle? Huh. Well, mostly they're learning that they have no power at all because nobody cares about them. But they already knew that. Unlike so many of our elected leaders, they have been to America recently. They know what it looks like. Have you inner city America, inner city Baltimore, inner city Chicago, East Palestine, Ohio. They don't give a bleep about you. You seen it? How are things looking? Well, they should look great. The federal government spent six and a half trillion dollars last year. That's more than any government has ever spent ever. So at the very least, you would expect pristine public roads. Oh, yeah. no, that's not what you see when you drive around this country. There are potholes and Jersey barriers everywhere. You'd think the people you would pass on your road trip would look happy and prosperous. Again, this is a very rich country, but a lot of them don't. Quite a few appear to be strung out on drugs. You see them shuffling by shuttered storefronts in small towns. Yeah. That's America. I saw it last summer when I took back roads all the way to Florida from, from Missouri. Yeah. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's The Rob Carson Show. We're not going to be able to get to the, uh, the uh, uh, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network, uh, you know, I watch a lot of Cartoon Network with the kids when they were growing up. SpongeBob, they got a new, uh, a new TV show. It's called We Baby Bears. They've got a non-binary character character who goes by they and them pronouns. Literally, and I'll, I'll put this on my uh, Rumble channel, uh, it shows this one character literally standing on a ship, and then all of a sudden the mizzenmast uh, becomes a stripper pole on stage, and he swings around it. I'm not kidding. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, that's Cartoon Network, by the way. Um, there's a lot of uh, ways that this whole... Uh, Pride Month was adulterated by the radical LGBTQIA, and uh, they've killed the movement, by the way. They've, they've destroyed it. They've destroyed it. America's done with it. You, you, you force-fed us all this crap. We're tolerant and all this. We don't like being told we're intolerant when we're, or we're tolerant when we're intolerant when we're not. We don't like being called racist when we're not. We don't like being called white supremacists when we're not. Uh, honestly, we're, we're sick of it. Uh, we're tired of the nonsense, and, and we're done with it. And clearly, uh, the powers that be in the radical LGBTQ community um, are losing. The wheels are coming off. Tucker Carlson has a new episode of his, uh, well, I guess it's like a 13-minute monologue on, uh, on Twitter. And, uh, and I, uh, I, I was interested in um, his take. He's, he's terrific, by the way, and he's spot on. Uh, he actually figured out the day that uh, sealed Donald Trump's fate with the swamp. Listen. Either way, seven and a half years later, we can point to the precise moment that permanent Washington decided to send Donald Trump to prison. Here it is. It's from the Republican candidates debate in Greenville, South Carolina. We should have never been in Iraq. We have destabilized right. the Middle East. They lied. Okay. They said there were weapons of mass destruction. There were none. And they knew there were none. There were no weapons of mass okay. destruction. Okay. All right. Go. We should never have been in Iraq, Trump said. We destabilized the Middle East. They lied, he said. There were no weapons of mass destruction, and they knew there were none. And by saying that, he sealed his fate. Hillary Clinton was guilty of it, but so was Paul Ryan. All of them were guilty. They all knew. They all lied. Where did all that money go? And you wonder, as you see all of this, where did all the money go? It's certainly not here. Well, it's in Washington. It's in Fairfax and Loudoun counties. 
and in leafy, perfectly manicured northwest D.C. And, of course, a huge chunk of it went to Ukraine, to Zelensky and his friends. Yeah, which is why you should question the validity of that military conflict. And finally, who can fix it? Whatever else you say about him, Trump is the one guy with an actual shot at becoming president who dissents from Washington's long-standing pointless war agenda. And for that, that one fact, they're trying to take Trump out before you can vote for him. Now, I want you to think about this. Why else would Joe Biden unceremoniously remove us from Afghanistan and allow us to return to square one with the Taliban by giving them $85 billion worth of military hardware, unless the entire premise was false? This is not in any way an indoctrination or a a takedown of those who served. It is only those who made them and made them believe something that wasn't true. Let's take a break and come back, wrap this thing up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, great to be back today. I will be here tomorrow. Have a glorious day. Hang in there. Be positive. Good will win. And until tomorrow, do not catch the stupid. I'll see you then, guys.